DCM works. Two words. Elbow rocket. Hey guys. Wow. wow. Hey, that was fucking. <laughs> Holy again. crap. Uh, hey guys, welcome back to the Art for Artists podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works. Take two. I am David DCM, <laughs> creative director, lead writer, joined as always by my co host Ben. Hello. I blanked that first. We, we just. That was pretty funny. I'm going to cut. I was, might not. I don't know. That like, was hey guys. Hard. I just blanked. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what do I say? I, we've been doing this for like. 40 episodes and i was like what, what, what do i do how do i say yeah. what <laughs> i panicked <laughs> um and today we're talking about uh the costumes of the jaegers in pacific rim we always thought alien life would come from the stars but it came from deep beneath the pacific what the hell is going on quote-unquote costumes costumes yes. well there are costumes they are costumes um and they're the main costumes for this film aside from like the physical ones that the characters wear but i feel like they they're represent... one and the same i, I would feel. argue they are yeah like they definitely f- they definitely film it in a way where they'll constantly cut between inside the mm. mech and the yeah they, the mechs definitely the mech represent itself. the people in them. i mean i'm just gonna call them mechs from now the mechs because yeah, that's it's, what they are it's easy well, to say they're more like like they're more gundams to be mech, honest they're zoids but... <laughs> dude <laughs> The Dude, 90s, how, the 90s the sequel call, they has, want their cartoon if back. If the sequels has zoids, like, mm. like animals instead of just, like, humanoids, oh, I'll be so happy. It's just, a, it's just Power Rangers, I then. fucking love zoids. Anyway. If anyone has it, Okay, so just <laughs> yeah. by the way, if anyone We're has We're doing an se- episode on zoids any, later. <laughs> I don't think anyone who listens to this is, is old enough to remember zoids. Um, zoids oh. was a cartoon around in, like, the late 90s. Um, I mean, I watched this as a kid, because they yeah. re-ran it. Yeah, we got the reruns and then eventually the remake, and it was the weirdest fucking show. Yeah, it was it's... just Power Rangers, but exclusively with mechs, pretty much. Yeah, but like all the mechs were animals. That mm. was the thing. Yes. Anyway, Jaegers. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Pacific um, Rim. Yeah, Pacific Rim. So the Jaegers are a special type of mobile weapon created by the Jaeger program, um, and they were used. But they were like they were created to fight these monsters, these kaiju. Kaiju. Um, and I Basically guess Basically Godzillas They're just a bunch of Godzillas Which yeah, is fun yeah, That's fun it's, it's I mean fun... let's be honest That's why they're called fun. Kaiju Yeah It's a throwback to Godzilla It's not even It's I mean don't <laughs> Del Toro by... Yeah Del Toro Like let's be honest He's going Going into a throwback gives it, it suggests too much subtlety It's more than that It was just <laughs> it's like very obvious Oh What can we do to make people think This is a Godzilla film Call them, call them Kaiju. Kaiju Yeah Like you know so basically, like the 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 wiki describes them as being an alternative to nuclear weaponry, um, yeah. and they were supposedly designed with uh, to generate as much kinetic energy as tactical ordnance, which is a very cool phrase. Which is a, it's an amazing <laughs> sentence like to just, be able to say out loud. Just that idea of like you know, yeah, we're going to make a mech that punches as hard as tactical ordnance. That's yeah. so cool. You know, the power um, of what? it's the the orbital nukes. <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. But the problem with a lot of this stuff is that it's cooler than the film. Like the idea <laughs> yeah. of this stuff is so much cooler yeah, than the, the film. setting. The um, setting of the film, and like if you ignore like the, um, the comic books or whatever. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't read them. Although yeah. I probably will now. They're okay. Um, the film definitely sets up this really cool setting because it it skips yeah. a lot of time. And like, then it, it just <laughs> it gives you the generic just uh, exposition dump for the first five minutes of the film. It's it's kind a of less tiring. it's a less subtle version of the Mad Max one. Yeah. Um, um which we talked about in our World Building Mad Max yeah, episode. Check that out. Oh, um, look at that look at that plug that we just did. How easy was that? <laughs> it's it'll be on the, the YouTube or the iTunes if you want it. I think the one thing that uh less this is more world building. Yeah. That Pacific that Rim does well with its very generic 
like news report opening mm. is that at least it's very global yeah that's in true in the sense that it's not just u.s news you yeah, don't just and get when the they white have, house when they have news from other like countries they actually get actors with the, like the accent from that country or the language yeah or the language um the biggest example is when sydney gets attacked the reporter has a slightly put on australian accent but it's subtle enough where it didn't like it didn't it wasn't obnoxious to someone who knows what australians sound like yes um it, it was just the right amount you know what it was it was just the right amount of accent that as an australian you don't cringe not offensive and as, most other people understand it as australian as the rest of the world you know it's australian yeah um I'm getting stupid feedback because these dumb headphones. But, um, so one of the things that I think they did very poorly, um, <laughs> before we get into the good stuff, one of the things I think they did very poorly is, um, when they were approaching this idea of these, you know, these mech suits or whatever it is, yeah. um, and we talked about this just before when we were kind of putting our notes together, but the way that we're going to kind of go through it is we'll look at the weapons that they, well, the, we'll call them tools because they're, yeah. but they are weapons. So the weapons that they outfit these costumes with are too perfect for the situations they're in. Yeah, and it's it's a different kind of perfect... Perfect? It's a different kind of perfect <laughs> Did you just struggle to, with perfect? I was going to say something else, but then my mind was like, no, say perfect. Brainstorm. Um, it's a different kind of perfect to, like, Mad Max tools. Yes. Whereas with Mad Max, when something... When a car does something that is very specifically designed to solve a problem... It's not like an outlandish problem. It's a problem that would happen a lot. Like the biggest, Frequently. like the biggest one in Mad Max is when their motor is on fire and they drop the plow oh, the, to, and it, to the throw sand. sand on. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, a motor could easily catch on fire because that's what motors do, and mm. it would make sense that they would have a way to put it out using the sand, which is everywhere. Yeah, so it's a tool that's like oh, it's very convenient, but you're like yeah, I can see why they put that there, and it. Whereas in Pacific Rim, they ex- <laughs> they explicitly tell you that like oh it's... the Jaeger, the kaiju are changing every time like they're then they're like evolving which we find out they're not evolving yeah um but like oh you know they're they're getting smarter they've and got stuff. different bits but, and pieces on but them. then it's just like oh this Jaeger which is a Mark III and it's been here for f- fucking fifteen years has the perfect has the tool. tools yeah so and that's... it's like <sighs> so let's I mean we'll get to that in a minute so basically like there are there are sort of three there are three weapons and then there's the actual physical nature of the mechs themselves yeah so and the pilots like the yeah. pi- the pilots have a big like sort of part in what each jaeger kind of does mm-hmm. and it's like some of the some of the jaegers we see like none of the weapons they have because yeah. the pilots just punch people it's basically the russian one mm-hmm. um they don't show any weapons at all um <laughs> I don't think. There's no real... I'm not, I can't remember. Yeah, but... they just... They literally just kind of grapple. They're basically the Zangief Jaeger from Street Fighter. <laughs> like, they literally just grapple the thing and fucking pile driver all of the kaijus. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're just strong. They've yeah. got... They've got... Are they the one with the rocket punch? Who, who rocket punches? Uh, Elbow, Elbow Rocket. Elbow Rocket. Is uh, our main... Main Whitey. Yeah. Whitey McTidy. Yeah. Um, His name's Riley. But Riley. 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 Right. What the fuck is Riley? Did you stroke? Ben is stroke. Riley. It's got an A in it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't I was going to call him Whitey. Whitey. Um, okay, so basically there's three main weapons. So the, the biggest main one is the plasma caster. This is on the... the um, uh, this is on the, the Mark III. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's, I don't know. I forget what it's called. The uh, Gypsy Danger? Yeah. Yeah. So basically this thing charges up, um, and it, it, it is three times more powerful. It has cell tip technology, which enables specific targeting of kaiju skeletal structures. What? No, what that basically means... Basically it's... 
It's designed to kill kaiju. Except that it cheats, because not only that, but it's got a targeting system that targets specific parts of the kaiju. Which is fucking bullshit. What specific parts? <sighs> like, specific there's... anatomy. Like, you can shoot it at its arm or something. That's weird, because in the... Like, in the fight scenes, they... For one, they only use it close up, which pissed me off. Yeah. They do that thing where one arm is holding off the kaiju, and then they charge up the other one and just do point-blank shots. Yeah. They never use it for, you know, when it would be useful, as in, at a distance. Or, to be honest, build a giant fucking cannon (laughs) on wheels, wheel it up and go, there's a kaiju. If you built cell tip technology which enables put specific targeting put it on a tank put, put it, it on, on a jets put it on a boat put it on a helicopter put it on a helicopter <laughs> put it on a fucking fighter jet like this the problem this stuff seems so cool and i think one of the things that del toro because this was directed by guillermo del toro yeah so it's very Ooh, if you say his name fast enough i get it right <laughs> um so he the, his his words in the in the little feature out we watched were this is the kind of stuff you'd love to see if you were 12 or what i can't think of what exactly he said yeah. but but, like, that's true. It's true. It is cool. But it also shows a lot about the problems with this, this yeah. stuff that he's designed. So, like, and before we get into, like, basically the next half hour of us beating this thing to death, <laughs> we did enjoy the film. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I like the um i like the setting and i love i love the jaegers if i, I was, just don't if, like how they treated them in fights yeah I think and i hate the i hate all the philosophical drifting bullshit i think that's all fucking stupid um, yeah what the but f- to be fair that does can you move your phone for me again? Thanks, Ben. <laughs> um, to be fair, it does give uh, Newt his sort of storyline. Yeah. Because without uh, drifting, his storyline wouldn't exist. Which is a problem uh, with the storyline, I think. Uh, I mean... Kind of. Okay, anyway. Yeah. So, I don't want to get too, too into the other stuff, because that will come later if we do more episodes on this. But basically, the fundamental problem with the costume design is that everything is too perfect for perfect situations that they encounter and i understand that these mechs are built to fight these cr- these creatures i understand yeah. that they are built for purpose so they should have tools on them that let them kill these kaiju the problem is that they get into a situation and they go oh how are we going to solve this and guillermo del toro goes elbow rocket what if they had an elbow rocket <laughs> yeah it's, <laughs> and elbow it's, rocket. Like, it's like oh my god the plasma cannon's out of charge what if uh how are we going to fix it i know give them a sword yeah, like... Instead of, instead of, oh, here's a set of tools all of they they have when they leave the base. Here's a set of tools they have that we know yeah. about. Oh, we're in this situation. How are we going to use these tools to overcome this, this obstacle? Yeah, that's, that's instead exactly. of, which of the tools that I have for this specific situation am I going to whip out that is perfect and it's going to be a one-hit yeah. one kill they, or whatever? Yeah, they, they throw just, like, essentially what they're... What they did in terms of writing is just they threw... They threw empty mechs into a situation... And then when something bad happens, they materialize something that solves the problem. Yes, they were like, like oh, how do we fix... Uh, like, uh, elbow rocket. Like, oh, <laughs> they were basically like, oh, here's an empty mech, and they went, oh, what if there's a kaiju with a crazy blade arm? And they're like, ooh, sword. sword. Or, you know, whatever it is. So, like, it- but the thing that pisses me off the most about the sword is that in all of the times where they do that obnoxious point-blank plasma shot, they could have just used the sword. Because they've already it. shown that the sword is very strong. Um, especially in the underwater section where they literally cleave a kaiju in half with a sword with no no trouble. And the the problem with that is that the plasma caster takes 6.8 seconds to recharge. Yeah. But if the sword's as effective and it doesn't have a recharge time, use that the whole time. Like, the only reason they used the plasma, car- the plasma caster the second time was so they could do the callback 
with the really cringy joke where they're like, let's check for a pulse, and then they shoot it a few times, because the first time when they killed the kaiju with a plasma caster at the start of the film, mm. it wasn't dead. You know, that that's the only reason they use the plasma caster again, is for a callback. Which is lame. And like, like that I sh- don't care. Like, again. I didn't care about the brother, and I don't care about this about Whitey's struggle about his brother, because they didn't they didn't really show us anything about those two. They were just like, yeah, they're just together, you know? It's a thing. But when, you know, when they make a callback to it, it's like, not only is that joke not funny, <laughs> Dave is just... They was just spilling... <laughs> it's really funny to watch. Um, like, not only did they make a, just a really shitty callback, it mm. just didn't make sense, because then literally, like, a minute later, they're like, yeah, we have a sword. You're like, why didn't you use that before? Also, the sword changes hands um, halfway through the film. So there's swords on both arms, I might add. But then they lose one arm and they still don't use the sword. Anyway, look. No, they use the sword in the other arm yeah. when they lose the one. And it, it, it's this. So here's the thing. <laughs> Build your giant mech with sword arms. Just yeah. give it sword arms. Just give it sword arms. If the swords are that effective. Even like, if it like, there's... even if it retracts, like, which it does. It's a retractable sword. It's a chainsword or whatever they call it. Yeah, a chainsword. Which at first I was like, as in like the, like a, a, a sword with a chainsaw on it. It's like, no, it's no, a it's sword made a of chain. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Which um, is cool. That's cool. Cool. Yeah, fine. No, that's cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's like a whip. Yeah, made it's, of sword. it's it's a whip made of sword, which is a great idea. But it's yeah, it's like if Except... they had just <laughs> if like early on they'd been like, yeah, it has a plasma cast. Like this is the mech. It has plasma caster. It has swords on each of the arms. It has like the ch- you can burst the thing in the chest to like gain. To, yeah. Like just I don't know whatever. It's a nuclear reactor. Yeah. Um. You know if they'd sort of opened with that idea of just like. This is what the mech has, and then put it in situations, and then made it do cool stuff with the tools, and, and made them made them utilize those tools in interesting ways. Yeah, they didn't combine the elbow rocket with the sword. Like that is the like that's what I would do every time. Why just would... elbow rocket sword? Or, 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 or they hit just it with, stab people? Or they, they hit it with the sword and they go shit. We can't break through. Its skin is no, too tough. Elbow rocket. Elbow rocket and sword cut and through. Just, that's like, fun. Combine the tools. We, that's I, cool. I said this before, but it falls into the old Batman trap of like. The the, the classic the classic is like oh like there's a great scene in old Batman where he's on a Robin is on a rope ladder and Batman is climbing down from a helicopter and there's a shark jumping up at Robin and Batman has anti shark spray (laughs) he has a tool for every situation instead of what is great about Batman now which is that he can use the tools he has in interesting ways to solve problems yeah that's why it's cool and Pacific Rim does old Batman chucks a jar of fucking shark spray at us and expects yeah. us to be impressed. I mean, like... You know, we're not impressed. Thankfully, it doesn't do, like, very obnoxiously specific stuff. Like, most of the tools and the way it beats Kaiju are just like, oh, it just punched it a bunch. But it's always when there's a conflict, like, some sort of issue where they're like, oh, no, the the thingy midugi connected the, to the, the wonky un- donkey is his, down. Uh, You're like, uh, elbow uh, rocket! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, it's, like... <sighs> okay, so I guess... I might add that in my notes when I was watching this film. Yeah. I just have, in all caps, in a, just like three lines, mm. just elbow rocket. Elbow rocket. Because that scene is just... Awesome. It's just ridiculous. Like, so, <laughs> it, I think it struggles... It's hard to articulate exactly what we're trying to say, because I think it's a very... It's a very tenuous line between creating something for fit for purpose and creating something that is too fit for a specific purpose. Yeah. Like, it... They should like these should be cool suits and they are cool and they are cool costume designs and they're cool because they reflect some of the personality and the countries that they're yeah. made for and that's cool but particularly with the weapons and the way that these things are constructed it it's just got this air of like they don't feel real enough because 
the so like the the other weapon that they have is the missile launcher. So the anti kaiju missile launcher, which is That's... on Striker Eureka. To be fair, most of these complaints really only apply to Gypsy Danger, because with the other Jaeger, the other three, mm. they as like the the leader guy, Idra or whatever he's playing, um, mm. he like he makes the mechs do things that they're designed to do yeah. so he keeps eureka strike eureka back because he has they have long-range missiles and he yeah. puts the russian just zangief and the three-armed thing which is mm. breaks the whole drifting again um <laughs> yeah we like talked about he, this before but the three-armed thing ruins the it anyway. ruins, yeah, ruins it, drift it's a um, yeah mm. like those are like melee fighters and like they have very well-defined tools yeah, the... like they like the 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 three-armed uh... one just has spinning blades on its three on two of its arms then just one weird big mech one mm. and the other one's just zangief so it's like they don't pull out like deus ex machinas yeah. on the other mechs as much just because they're not the main character but the thing like the biggest problem with that is that if you have the ability to build this mech with these missiles that are so effective why not just always use build them? eight of them <laughs> like yeah. don't your people don't need to be in danger put well, a wall is... of these fucking missile launchers where the where the crack in the ocean is. Well, the thing is, it's, it's, it's mainly just unrealistic because armies don't do like custom things. Armies would like make a tank or make a mech that has missiles and then make twenty of them. And so like, underst- that's what an army yeah. would do. And like I understand that these are they're a resist. Like he says, like we're not an army now, we're a resistance. Which which, I which also pisses me off because there's more people in the resistance than there were in the army. So it's like that's a storytelling problem, yeah. I think. But like the. <sighs> <laughs> the frustration that it's really hard to articulate why this doesn't work but yeah the problem is what you do is you basically are like here is eight so you line up your 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 jaegers and you go here are the eight tools they have access to or the there's like five i think in total but you five go jaegers? uh well five five specific kinds of tools so you got like yeah. the the extra strength mech that's good at throwing stuff you got the missile launcher you've got the chainsaw and then you've got the plasma caster yeah and those are all cool but if if the plasma caster and the sword are so effective, every mech should have that. Yeah. And if the missile launcher is so effective, every, every mech, mech should, should have, have that. that. And if these are all so effective, every mech should have all of them. Because yeah. there's no competition. No one is sitting there going, well, we can't fund that mech because we're building our eight others. Like, no. They're each building one. They they kind of storyline get around that by saying, like, oh, this is, like, an older version. Yeah. And, like, oh, this is, like, a Mark Three and this is a Mark Eight or whatever. Because, but, it, the, but it's, like, why it's... Why is the older version so much more effective, though? It's, just, it's so <laughs> yeah. baffling. Like, it's... It, like, this is such... nuclear. Maybe this is just a nuclear propaganda <sighs> film. I don't For know. nuclear power. It... It could be. This... The pro- I think the real... <laughs> the reason I'm so irritated <laughs> by this is it's so cool. Like, it's so cool, (laughs) and I'm so annoyed that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I'm sure that Del Toro has thought it through, and he has an explanation. But the fact that I can't walk out of that film and know roughly how this thing, how these came to be the way that they are in a logical order means that somewhere along the line, they've missed a mark of some kind, where I don't, like, because I'm sitting here like, oh, well, this is all really cool stuff. This is all extremely cool. These mechs are awesome, they do cool things, but... It doesn't make sense that they don't all have these swords that are so effective. <laughs> and it doesn't, like, it just... It's baffling. And they're great costumes. And they have awesome fucking bits on them. And, like, yeah. the, the weapons are cool. I mean, the idea... I mean, that... Even just that idea of building a machine, like a mech suit, that is as powerful as orbital ordnance. Like, oh, yeah. It's so just, cool. It's just like, cool ugh. to think about. And they... 
fucked it up somehow. <laughs> and I don't know how, because there was so much potential for this to be good. Let's talk about the good things. Okay, good things. Um, the internals of the mechs. Oh, the way that the the cool. way that the, the the cockpits look. The cockpits. We will, in that featurette we watched. Yeah. They look so cool. Like they because they if you haven't seen the featurette, everything inside the cockpit is basically practical. Yeah, it's um, it's all analog effects. The, yeah. They actually shake around. They shake around. They've, they've, the they've built a rig. Yeah, yeah, it's all the water is real. Everything in that yeah. is real, and you it shows. Like it yeah. shows in the acting, and it looks awesome. They like for me, they kind of sort of get a little bit obnoxious if you watch the film and if you notice it. Every time the um, every time like a Jaeger gets like pushed back or punched, they'll cut to like a shot of the people in the cockpit like falling backwards mm. which is fine because that's what the actors are actually doing because they actually move the cockpit and they throw the actors back on yep. these rigs except they do it every time yeah, which you don't and mean. the actors fall over the exact same way every time because of course they will because yeah. they have like it's kind of hard to act falling over different ways yes like so it gets kind of tedious with the cockpit where all they show is just sort of the same motion Mm. over and over again i like, think I, the the combat like the combat of them like you know getting into stances and then having repeat on the jaeger itself is that cool. stuff is cool like that stuff's cool that's great watch. it's such great design yeah and there's these moments where i think the best parts of that is when a suit is getting destroyed and you can see from the cockpit bits being like pulled away yeah like that shit is so cool they do that yeah they do it yeah. a few times and especially when there's like you know because when you're watching it, it kind of separates, like, you kind of get a sense of, like, the inside of the cockpit kind of being separate from the outside. Yes. But when they do those, and they do they do it, like, the first uh, Jaeger fight when Whitey's brother dies. Yeah. Like, that's the first time they do it, when they sort of break the, sort of, like, break the wall and reveal that, like, this is, like, this isn't separate, like, this, this is, is the same way. And these head. people can get And hurt. it gets, like, ripped out, and you're like, yeah. okay, it, it sort of breaks that illusion early enough. So that when they do it again later with um, with the fucking three-handed one just getting its head completely ripped off. Yeah. Like, it's sort of, you're like, oh, okay, you're like, yeah. No, yeah, I, I know where that, I know, I know, I understand that relationship now. Yeah. Which is good. Like, that's the thing, is that's really, that's really well thought out execution. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, even as far as just the design, the design of the fact that we know where they sit in the head. Um we know where the nuclear reactor is in relation to where the people are, and you kind of yeah. get this sense of, like, okay, this is how this this suit functions um, practically. It's not just, like, in the factory where you see the head go on over the cockpit. Like, yeah. you actually get a sense of how it feels. We never see the, um... The first time they drop into the Gypsy Danger with Whitey and his brother, they have, like, that liquid in their visors. Yeah. That orange liquid that runs down. It's, like, almost like cleaning their visor or something. Yeah. They never do that again. No. Even when they get into Gypsy Danger the exact same way with Whitey and Mako. Oh, they yeah. Don't, they don't do the orange goop stuff. Maybe they don't do that anymore, because it's years later. But it's like... Maybe they have Isn't no that goop? part... Like, that's Maybe like part they don't of have the any goop? <laughs> They're out of goop, then. <laughs> They've run out of orange goop. But it's like... No, you're I, right, yeah. I, I was... Like, every time I see that scene, I'm always like... Is that CG or did they somehow film that? Just, just, just they, fill the they helmet just with the goop and just goop. empty it out and just have them hold their breath. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, okay, guys, just because it's just clearly just breath. like there's like there's, there's obviously like a double double walled visor. I'm guessing it stops the visor from like fogging. Frosting. Yeah, it's yeah. anti fog. Yeah, um, and maybe anti-fog, they just invented better anti fog goop. Yeah, or they, or they invented better helmets that don't <laughs> yeah, fog up. Like that's a possibility. Yeah. It is um, five years later. Yeah, R and D has been working really hard. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think okay. So let's talk about the costume. Like, let's, let's talk about the fact that these mechs 
are effectively the most important part of this film, costume design-wise. Yeah. And I think that's why it... So I think if this had been a film about something else with mechs in it, so, like, say, like, The Matrix... The I would th- argue that if they had made it Newt's story, 100% Newt's story, yeah. it would have been better. Would have been less I just of a... like Newt, though. Yeah. I just... I, just <laughs> I, I can't put my finger on it, but I think the, the, the because this film is about the way that these people are using these suits to defeat these creatures, you can't have... Like, our entire attention is focused on these suits the whole film. Yeah. Right? Which is good, because b- b- what that means is that the they need to trust us to work out what's going on with these suits. So if you produce a suit and you're like, here are the tools on it. Here's It's got a cannon and a sword arm. And that's what this, this, this suit has, and that's fine. When it goes forward and we see these moments where it has to use them in interesting and different ways, yeah, we don't need... Like, it, it's a trust issue where I feel like when they were making it, they didn't trust their audience to remember that each mech has different tools that are used in different ways. They went, we don't want to tell them that too early in case they get confused. Yeah. So right before they need the sword, they go, oh, why don't we use the sword and bring out the sword? Yeah. So it becomes weirdly condescending in a way. Literally the first time they use the sword, they even the GLaDOS voice calls it the sword. Yes. But then the second time they use it, it's called a chainsword because they don't want to confuse people into thinking, what the fuck's a chainsaw? But also... The first time they bring out the sword, yeah. it comes out in the chain form. And you're like, oh, that's cool. It's like a whip or a chain, you could say. An easily stored sword. And then sword. the second time, they're like, chainsaw. You're like, it's the sword. Like, and you when said they said chainsaw, I'm like, is it different? Or but is you, you it the same one? Yeah, you could have just said sword. We understand yeah. now that it's... We'll call it chainsaw both times. Yeah, like, it just... It... Be consistent. Like, it's, that's just a weird inconsistency. Because I get that in this world, you might... Because it's like with anything, like you would like you would be like, hey, give me a gun, or give me a pistol, or give me a revolver. But it's the GLaDOS voice, which is implied but it's a to be computer. an AI. Yeah. So the computer isn't going to change the no. way it's talking. So like, again, it just... It's small stuff where it it's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with the yeah, way they like, did it. whatever, but it's... But it's I'm gonna just... It, anyway. it adds up. Well, I we wouldn't need to nitpick it if the costumes didn't have these... Like, didn't... If the costumes weren't so perfect, the imperfections wouldn't glare out. Yeah. Like, the fact that the costumes are so perfect for what they're designed for means that the flaws in them are very prevalent. And I think it particularly reveals those storytelling flaws that we keep talking about, which is that they have a sword that's perfect that they wait to use for the exact moment when they need it. So no one, like, is the Gypsy Danger the only Jaeger with escape pods? Mm -hmm. And if so, why does literally no one else use them? And if that was decommi- and if the argument there is that was decommissioned before the That's fourth, a fucking horrible. Why idea. wouldn't you keep the escape pods? It's yeah. just that problematic. Like we need a little bit more of. And if Gypsy Danger had escape pods, why weren't they used in the first fight? When, with, why these with brother, his brother. Died? Yeah. yeah. So you know, it just like obviously half the face got ripped off, but why didn't the other guy use it? Yeah, that robot got fucked up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not like I don't think these are massive problems necessarily, but together I think they create this. It's a problematic I mean, sort of the... costume. Like, they're, it's, they're not... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to articulate. I think the movie would have been a lot better if it kind of... If it started off with, like, you know, being Whitey's story. But then as soon as he goes and joins the Resistance or whatever it is, it becomes Power Rangers. And he became he becomes good friends with the Russians and the Asian Yeah, and people. they're a cool team. And they're a team, and they're all an equally ensemble. powerful. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, kind of and it turns into, like, yeah, the the Strike Eureka is, like, the long-range artillery. Because how good. And then you, you could have, like, a back-to-back fight where, like, the three-armed mech is, like, back-to-back with G- Gypsy Danger, <gasps> who's got his sword out. Oh, my God. And they're, like, taking on Kaiju. And then you just have the Russians, who are just 
who are basically the Hulk of who just the Avengers. slogging through who just running around slogging oh like that God. would be so much better you've but described they don't. the best film they just kill off <laughs> the two easily the two coolest because they need they need the because they need that the dumb storyline <sighs> at the end where Hydra dies the the son dies and then Whitey saves the day and lives we don't need we, we don't we give us Power Rangers give us give us oh. yeah that would have been such a, Power Rangers. such a be- it's I guess it's dis- it's not disappointing but it's just frustrating because this what you've just described is like the coolest thing that we yeah. could have possibly <laughs> seen from this and we didn't get it like yeah I, I mean I'm, maybe the sequel <laughs> would be like that because I mean this, I don't know I hope so like for me Pacific Rim this is this is more storyline it's just bogged down in being a really standard story and the problem is like they they won. Like, they closed the thing. The kaiju aren't a threat anymore. The second film's gonna open with some dumb explanation as to why they're back. Mm. And it's, unless it's a prequel or something, which case... I don't think it will be. No. I, think I mean, what... if it was a prequel, I'd be glad, because it seems that the story before the current Pacific Rim would have been more interesting. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this We talked about this off-air, but, like... Like, maybe... Cause like the, this world when is like, so fascinating. Yeah, like, when they're, like, testing the Show Jaegers. Show us, like, the first version of the Jaegers yeah, in show that show us first the single pilot war. Jaegers yeah. that don't work how good yeah. like, show us a Jaeger just like getting dropped and then blowing up immediately because yeah. it's a piece of shit and then having like I want to see and then just being like crap we need a figure I, w- I want to see this like this this. I, what I want to see is I want to see a Jaeger that is I want to see a story where they lose yeah and I want to see like I, I you know we want to see one where it's actually genuinely a challenge to take out these creatures but not because of weird other factors like oh but the sword worked until it didn't and then we got our arm ripped off what i don't want that what i want is i want to see like a dude in a mech taking on these amazingly powerful creatures having to use the tools at his disposal to manipulate the situation to his advantage give us pacific rim 2 macgyver give us pacific rim 2 macgyver the macgyver files (laughs) like i don't know dude just oh the fucking pacific rim 2 how hardcore would would be if macgyver was a was a jaeger pilot i think he'd probably get killed instantly he's kind of a wimp yeah yeah, he's a bit of a bitch he would he would probably make a radio out of something (laughs) make a a radio out of the jaeger and then just immediately (laughs) die yeah all right um i don't know i think we got through all of our frustrations so that's probably why we'll leave it but i guess yeah they're really cool it's really good design I mean, the, but it just has small really it just has small problems with it it's in the, the execution yeah that's ultimately the problem yeah. and that means that the costumes themselves suffer from it and the yeah. design suffers and then the film suffers as a result and i think th- this is kind of the reason why um if they were to do another one i think you'd want to see you'd want to see like some kind of a standardization of the tools that they have access to in these mechs yeah. cuz now we know what works yeah give us like the thunderbirds yeah. That's a better example, actually. Thunderbirds. Mm. Like, Thunderbirds... Like, this is tangent, but Thunderbirds does a really good job of keeping everything consistent with what their ships are able to do. And it, it's, it's the... They, Plus it's Thunderbirds. They so, resist yeah. the Dragon Ball Z power level creep thing. Yeah. That is a big problem. And I think... I could see Pacific Rim 2 falling into that trap of, like, we've got to make a cooler Jaeger for this film to get more people to watch it. So they've got to make the Jaeger more powerful. I mean, but they then already blew make... their load on the triple, triple yeah. pilot, and but then, then they just kill him. But then they've got to make then they've got to make what, the quad pilot Jaegers now. Like, I guess, mm-hmm. and then they've got to make the kaiju's more strong, or they've got to make more bring kaiju's, the kaiju's back. Or like they've got to do something. You know what would be good? You know what would be great is if like the next Pacific Rim two has no monsters in it. It's just a world war. Just Jaegers versus Jaegers. Yeah, but also people on the ground, like just a genuine world war yeah. with these rusted old Jaegers in the middle of the fight. That'd be interesting. That'd be awesome. Like really like gritty, super far. Just make Mad Max both Jaegers. Yes. <laughs> How good would that, <laughs> that be? Would be pretty intense. Because that's like like they've killed these Jaegers and suddenly 
They're not useful anymore. Well, no, suddenly you've got a whole bunch well, of people with, with these... Well, yeah, but you've also got a group of people with suits that are as powerful as orbital ordnance. Yeah. So what would you do with them? Like rogue Yeah. Yeah. Like, what if two pilots decide that they're going to take out Japan? Yeah. And, like, how good is that shit? Yeah. I don't know. Because then we're just going to get gunned down. Del Toro, give me a bloody call, mate. Yeah. I'll I'll fix you up with a (laughs) script or something. Yeah. No, I just, there's so much potential here. And it's really disappointing to kind of see just a little, the execution get in the way of it. Um, I mean, the first film made enough money just based on the marketing. Yeah. Um, Reviews for it are pretty... Yeah, they're pretty scathing on the internet. Pretty three out of I think, five. I think, again, that might be a hindsight kind of thing. Yeah. At the time, it was pretty positive. I mean, I want to see another one, and I will go see another one. I will definitely see um, the second one. Pretty but, sure the second one is coming out. Yeah, they've, they've announced it they've officially, announced it, yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, I'm excited. Like, Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to watch any trailers because I don't really want to have it spoiled, I guess. Uh, you don't yeah. want to, like, walk in being like... Mm-hmm. Expecting something, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, yeah. But I guess that'll do it for this episode. So where can people find us, Ben? You can email us at uh, podcast at dcm.works mm-hmm. or podcast at dcm.works. Yeah, because we already we have, we both. have both. Um, they can find us at uh, patreon.com slash dcmworks if you want to support us. We have t-shirts. T-shirts, redbubble.com slash people slash dcmworks. Yeah. Um, all that stuff is in the show notes. Um, and we ask that if you get any value from this show, you consider giving us uh, a little bit of value back, you know, with a, a like or a favorite or a subscribe or a share or a tweet or a... An Instagram a or a down, a, vote. down a side vote, right vote. a right vote to put your left vote in, <laughs> take your left vote out, check it all about. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks for listening to this episode of the Art for Artists podcast, um, and we will see you guys next That's time. Amazing. Bye. Yeah, the visuals are very like well done, and like the gameplay <laughs> is super fun, <laughs> and like because those three things are there, it's like it's exceptionally good. Hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like. Gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is a fairy tale creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make good art. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's just the truth, buddy.